Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Reigns. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Dude, I've been making an Americano, so I've been putting three shots of espresso in hot water and creamer. Bro, it's so good. Ugh, come on, man. Drink it black like a real man. I want to see you drink espresso black. It's literally the most bitter thing ever. Would an espresso black be like be like cold or something? I don't really know what espresso is. Espresso is like very concentrated coffee. Like they shoot pressurized coffee or pressurized water through coffee beans or coffee grounds. Well, that might be what I'm drinking right now. I don't know. I like how we start off our shooting the bulls talking about what we're drinking. I <laughs> uh, gotta say what we're drinking. Gotta yeah. let people know. Oh yeah. So why in the world is your phone broken again? This is the second time. Dude, I don't even know. In the past two months, uh, dude. You have an old phone. You just need to get a new phone. No, I don't want to get a new phone because it's it's perfectly fine other oh. than the fact that it's breaking. So I, I, it's just a screen to it's a screen issue at this point. It's not turning on. Like it's getting All a right. charge. Y'all donate to the Patreon. We need to get Asher a new phone over here. Yeah. So. Asher needs some help. Asher needs some help. He needs a new phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll get a new one. You'll be all right. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Just ran, I woke up this morning, ran. Coach had us do had us down for eight miles, but I just did seven. It was a good good run. We were running slow, just talking the whole time. It was nice and cold, dude. Fifty six degrees. In the middle of September, bro. Come on, man. That's some good yeah. stuff. That was some sweet stuff, bro. It's about to get shoot back up to 70s though, starting next week in a few days. So I ain't looking forward to like it. Like in the mornings? Yeah, it's gonna be the lows only gonna yeah. be like 70. So and it's gonna get up in the nineties. Mm-hmm. It's that southern weather. Yeah. It'll be back, it'll be back to summer weather in no time <laughs> yeah literally in a few days yeah uh, hey i would way yeah. rather be down south in the winter than up north imagine having to run on snow every day oh yeah for sure dude dude it's like blistering i can i, I like yeah, the cold i like the cold but when it's super cold like that i don't know i'm not a big fan yeah think about how temperate our winters are Compared to, like, Michigan and New York and all those states, dude. Like a cold day for us. A cold day for us is it gets under thirty. A cold day for them is it gets down into the negative tens, twenties. Ah, dude. I remember. I remember December's in Gainesville. I remember it it was like sixty or seventy one evening, one afternoon. But I also yeah. remember it being 20 degrees too, and that sucked. So, but the good thing about the cold is that you could kind of dress for it to where it can't, you could dress and run and it won't really bother you, you know, except for your face. But, except for the old face. Yeah. So I've told you this before. The one time that I've run 
in negative negative temperatures was in Magnolia over the winter storm of I want to say it was twenty twenty one or was it twenty twenty? I'm pretty sure it was twenty twenty. Yeah, it was twenty twenty. All right. So the spring of twenty twenty in like February or something, we had that huge ice storm and it you know went all through Texas. Dude, we have like we had a foot and a half of snow. Yeah. Dude. So that same that same winter or that the day I ran in the negative temps, I was fine. I, I layered up. I had like four layers on my top and bottom, my face. I just remember finishing the run and I had like frost all over my mustache. And your eyelashes. Little beard, all, all the hair up here and my eyelashes, dude. <laughs> and my face was frozen. I couldn't talk for like 20 or 30 minutes like normally. Yeah. But you know how that is after a, a cold run. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. So listen here. So we were gonna do a little spin on the episode. Last episode, Asher was like, hey man, let's get someone, let's like um do like a little sound bit and like transition into like bringing in somebody on the show, which we were gonna do. And uh so I put on our Instagram story yesterday, you know, respond if you want to be featured. And uh this one guy reached out to his name's Levy. Levy Letty, he ran one of our races, maybe two of them. And um, he's a husband and a father. He's a runner, an artist. And it looks like he's an ambassador for Salt Stick Electrolytes there. But I reached out to him and uh, I sent him a few questions, but he saw, he read the messages, but he never responded to them as far as the uh. questions go. He said he wanted to be, he wanted to be featured. And right. so I sent him the questions because we were going to talk about them. And uh, he just, I don't know if he, uh, it was kind of late last night. It was like eight, nine o'clock last night. Um, so maybe he'll respond later and it'll be on the next episode. So but, hey, shout out to Levy though. He, um, he, might, he might be thinking of some good answers for yeah. our, uh, you know, next show. So good. Yeah, he runs with that team dirt and vert crew up there in North Texas. Team dirt and Oh yeah, so Asher, you ready to put on your races over in Alabama and Tennessee? I am, dude. I am. Uh, That's pretty cool, man. Super looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, it looks beautiful. Some of those trails out there. So, so what's crazy is, um, and I didn't really think about until after I'd already made the course, but the Eagle Speak Trail Race is gonna have like a thousand feet. Of elevation gain Dude. per seven kilometer loop, which is a lot. Um, yeah, but I think I think it'll be manageable. Like it's a lot, but um, it's it's evened throughout according to the trail map. So, is the um does the it'll marathon be good. have like seven thousand feet of elevation gain or something crazy or six thousand? Six thousand, yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna, it's be, not crazy, gonna be a fast course. And now. Uh, yeah. Hey, that sounds like a fun race. Like that's one I would sign up for because of the elevation gain and the scenery. Is that one in Alabama? Yeah. yeah. The Eagles yeah. Beak Trail Race. Oh yeah. Beak baby. Yeah. So if you wanna, I guess if a person wants to push their limits in terms of, you know, how much how much elevation can I do within a marathon, and still hopefully run a fast time, then this is the race. This is the race to sign up for. Just saying. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, we're branching out out 
for this will be one of our first i guess arkansas was our first national race but this will be our first like national segment with you being a southeast division race director now you know yeah yep you know dude i was looking on the so we have facebook ads running for these races and i was looking at one and um so one of them had like a laugh emoji and i was like why, why did someone put a laugh emoji and i looked and this person was a person that's been kind of a heckler for a while and i i just don't understand these guys but there's a handful of people within the running community that kind of um they're not big fans of Texas Outlaw running. They're not big fans of us. And they just say things that are very, you know, um, just kind of rude and mean. And then they do yeah. things like yeah. put laugh emojis on ads or whatever, you know, and it's just – and they talk about how, like, they're never going to run our races, which I don't care about them running our races. But I, I don't know. Like, I just want to know, like, what, trigger the, what triggers those people or causes those people – to have to be so aggressive and just say, you know, mean things. Who you know? knows, man? Who knows? Just yeah, I mean, if anything, I know, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about from the history of things. Mm-hmm. It was all unprovoked. Um, I think people just, I don't know if it's uh, the fact that maybe we're young or we've had some success early on, but, you know, something plays into it to where people are going to, are going to hate on what we do. So. Yeah. And a lot of people are just sensitive as well. And man, I really don't know. I don't understand. It's just, you know, there's just hand, these handful of people and they, and actually you've seen it. Like I, Asher and I, for those of those listening, we were roommates for a year last year. And I would talk about it. I would talk about, dude, like, look, look what this guy said and, or look what this girl said and all this, you know? And it was just a lot of like, there wasn't a lot. Luckily, it's not a lot. It's a very small, minute amount of people, but I feel like it needs to be addressed because, I mean, in a way, it's kind of like bullying or bringing people down or being negative. Like, we don't really need that in the community. And we don't need that as far as um, just in anyone's life. Like, I don't see the point of just, pulling people down right and just being negative yeah and i think i think it comes out of a place of um of just hurt themselves like maybe they're hurting themselves and then so they're taking it out on others and i mean i'm not gonna say we're perfect i i i mean i talk about this i've told ashley about this before but when i first started texas outlaw it was actually called texas devil running at the time and um, there was a guy I was put there. I was talking about uh, the Texas Diablo Marathon, you know, being the hardest marathon in Texas. And this guy talked about how it's not, you know, hard or whatever. And then I kind of like said something back to him. But I, I went back and I apologized to him later. And I like I sent him a message apologizing. And um, and so like I feel like these people, you know, that are saying these things, like I'm. I'm I've already forgiven them even though they haven't apologized. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, I feel like you yeah. know, as a Christian like that's you know, that's what you that's what you do, but like I look back at myself yeah. because whenever I was in that position and I said something back to somebody even though I didn't start it, even though I said something back, I still went back and apologized 
And so I look back at like, man, like I was just in the moment. And so some of these people, maybe they're just knowing the moment whenever they say some of the things they say. So, but right. you, you know, I, I don't want to just point at the bad. There's, I mean, there's a lot of good yeah. there's, because there's a lot of people, majority, I'd say 98% of people uh, that whenever they talk about Texas law running or, you know, our group or our races, they, they say good things they have nothing but good things to say. And they're very nice and open arms. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's one of the points um, about just having a business is you're going to have, you know, the people that will try to drag you down, <clears throat> you know, whether that's out of, I don't know, kind of like you were saying, just maybe they've got their own stuff going on or, but I think the majority of the community is going to support you. And that's what we've seen is we've seen a lot yeah. of support, um, which has been really good. You know, just like people that aren't necessarily or are used to other races, uh, especially in Texas. So like, I mean, you've got all your other race companies that put on races, yep. even though they're used to those styles, they're like, you know what, we're going to go try something new because it's not just a one company sport. It's like, let's see what these other people have to offer. So, yeah. And you know, all of our races within Texas outlaw running, I made sure to make sure that one of the big things is having a unique race, something that's different. And so all of our races will either be at a place that doesn't have a trail race or if it was like one year, we did the race at the grasslands national park where they put on the grasslands race in March. But our race, I want to say was about five months later or something. I can't remember how many months later, but it was a completely different styled race. It was two loops right. around the same loop in the heat in the middle of the day. And so I didn't feel like I was impeding on, uh, you know, the grasslands guys that put on that race. And, um, but you know, one thing I did learn, cause as you know, like we're no longer putting that race on, one thing I did learn is just out of respect for others is, is if somebody else has a race put on somewhere, try not to like impede or intrude. And that was just me being young and just like learning and not really thinking about, Oh, like it's really going to bother anybody, which I don't know if it did or not, if it bothered them that I put on a race yeah. at the same place they did. Um, but you know, one thing I, I one person I look up to is Rob, a racing over Texas and something he says is, um, one one thing he told me a long time ago was to not put on races at uh, parks that already have races, and I and I respect what he what he does, what he's built, and what he has to say. And so, like if there's a race already at a park, like I try not to do it unless it's just a completely different race. Like if it's just using a section of maybe the park right. or you know whatever it is. All of our races are unique either by their style or the location, and we're just trying to bring something new to the people in areas. And one also strategy that I've also tried to implement is putting in, putting on races in areas that don't have races during certain times. So during the summer, South Texas doesn't really have a lot of races going on, which is why we put on the, you know, the fire trial running festival and the Noche trial runs. There's two runs down there in South Texas that are night runs. Uh, I mean, there's not really any other trail races around that time. And so it's also providing right. for people providing for that market whenever, you know, maybe they do want to race, but there's no races during this time. Like I run into that problem here. So I'm living in Magnolia, Arkansas right now here, here for school. And, you know, whenever cross country season's over, there's no races that are nearby that I can just go run. And so just right. 
I, I really think time and location plays a big role in whatever you put on races. And that's what we aim to do yeah. is we aim to like provide for the market. We're not just going to put on a race to put on the race and just try to make money. That's not what we do. That's not what we're in it for. So we're, and, and one thing I talked to Asher about a few days ago was, you know, really going all in on quality over quantity. We had this plan of like putting on a race every two weeks, but we changed the plan to doing a race every month. So that way we could really focus on the quality of each race because we could put on 20 something races and like, you know, bring in a lot of money or we could put on 10 races and really just focus on the quality. We won't bring in a lot of money, but it's not about that. It's about the quality and the, and the experience for the runners. And I want to make sure that's number one. It's about them and the volunteers. I don't want to have the volunteers to have a bad experience either. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Some things that have been on my mind the past few days, honestly. So, and I think um, we've spoken about this, or I talked to you about this. That's what that's what's going to make um, the races grow. Yeah. Is you know, if we put on quality events, it's going to bring in people, and they're going to be like, "All right, this is the level of event we expect." You know, from other races, which is a good thing. It'll make every, it'll make the standard. It'll raise the standard, and um, yeah. you know, that's something you want for the industry. Yeah. So. Yep, I definitely want to try to help raise the bars so. a little bit. So, but you know, I do like the old school feel to our races. Like it's very mechanical, and manual. Our races are, you know, and I do like that aspect of it. It's just like if you were to run a race in the eighties. Like, you know, it's simple. It's you know, I, I like the way we have it set up. We're not super it's timed. We're writing down. Well, for times we have that time and software, we got that bid time and software, but yeah, we'll be getting a time and chip system soon though. You got anything else you want to say? Nope. All right. Well, thanks y'all. Thanks for tuning in y'all. Happy trails. And, uh, if y'all want to support the show, we got a Patreon and all that money that, that goes from the Patreon goes right back into the show. So it goes into keeping the show up and running, making it better quality, and um, it just really helps the show out. And so if you guys want to um, be a Patreon supporter, the link is below. And yeah, we'll see y'all actually on Saturday when I have a guest. So we're going to have a Texas Outlaw show, hey. full Texas Outlaw show next, er, next episode. So all right, y'all. See you.